Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. I'm Merce Tariq alongside Raiden Stansel. Thank you for joining us today. We have a great uh, podcast in store for you today. Uh, have you ever had the worry that you're going to be retired without asking? Meaning you all of a sudden get this package and you're told that I was, I'm now retired and it's five years too early. In this show, Merce and I walk through step-by-step step of a real situation when somebody finds out that they're retired and they were not planning for it. We know you will enjoy this show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Well, we're so excited to have you here today for our retirement in action. And what we do here, Merce and I come in on Wednesdays and our goal is to be able to share an idea, something that somebody's having to deal with within the real life of planning for or living in retirement. And today certainly is no exception. I do want to tell you, though, we've had uh, quite a few folks who have wanted to give us feedback or give us other questions that they might have that they would want us to, to take on and, and uh, explain in an episode. So we have set up a uh, a texting hotline, if you want to call it that, a way for you to be able to to reach out to us and be able to send us a text. We feel that that's easier. We can actually text you back as well. But if you would like to text us any questions, comments, or any topics you would like to cover, uh, make note of this number. It is area code 984-207-1753. Again, that's 984 984- 207-1753. So this is not a phone line that we can have a conversation, but we can text back and forth and that'll help us to be able to make sure that we give good content. But today we're going to talk about something that we've had quite a bit of uh, experience with uh, in all throughout uh, our careers, but in particularly as we have moved into this new idea of Corona and things that have gone on with that. But that is, uh, you just found out that you're retired. You didn't know that it was going to happen, but you got a call, you've got an offer, and now you've got a severance package potentially, but you, you didn't quite make it to where you thought you were going to make it. And so now you've got some questions. So Merce and I are going to run through some different aspects of how we would deal with this, how we've literally done this within the last month, multiple times where we've walked people through these categories. So uh, first of all, Merce, can you just kind of walk us through kind of how we would, what would be the first step? We get somebody in and they go, Hey guys, just found out I'm retired. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, re early retirement, unplanned retirement, layoffs, it's just a part of what happens these days, COVID or not, you know, we've seen it over the years, we've seen it a few times this year. And it's something that we are fortunately able to work through. Um, a big part of it is understanding the whole situation that we're walking into. So knowing um, everything about the financial situation, uh, knowing how you live your life as far as from an expense perspective, 
Um, and then knowing your, your possible options out there, whether it's, you know, uh, the ability to maybe consult after your retirement or maybe the ability to find another job um, or to transition into a part-time job or maybe a, a dream scenario, you know? So uh, it's really for Raiden and I, it's really about the, having an open conversation with that person who had to go through this whole life event and uh, coming up with the game plan, you know, and it's going to be very fluid because whether or not the retirement comes with a severance, severance gives us some time to think about how we want to play it out um, and kind of go through the motions of trying to find another job or trying to find consulting work or whatever it is. So it's a very fluid thing that we're willing to work through, you know, as long as it takes. Yeah. So one of the advantages that we have is that we've seen a lot of different cases uh, where we've worked with this, but we've also, uh, we have um, software that is extremely easy for us to run those what ifs that Merce just walked through. And so I kind of want to go back and recap them. And really, this is the thing that happens every time we have this conversation. So let me paint a little bit of a story. Um, We have a 60-year-old lady who has just uh, a client of ours. She has just come to us and said, I just found out that they are making some changes within the corporation and uh, they are offering me a early retirement. And here's kind of the story. I have currently a one-year severance package. Uh, They are giving me this and I can take it as a lump sum or I can split it over a couple of years. And we'll talk a little bit about why we would probably take the split it over a couple of years part, but they've given her this offer. So uh, she has some time. And when it comes to money, uh, she's got some savings. Um, she has 401k. She has some savings in the bank, but she's really trying to look at this and go, what does this really mean for me? And so here are some of the things that we're going to run through in those what ifs. So we're going to run through a what if uh, she is no longer going to work. So she says, I don't know what I might or not might not be able to do. So what if I am fully retired? But she says, you know, I do have and I have had people ask me to consult on what it is my expertise is. And so I know I've got some things out there. I've had some people ask me about it. I've got some interest in that, but I have no real idea as to what that's going to mean. The other one is I get a new job. Maybe I have a new opportunity out there that comes my way and I want to take it, but I've not gotten anything yet. I just found out about this. The other one is, and this one's kind of interesting, Merce, could you talk about this? And this is a different person, but this happened. And I think it's important to understand what this person did with their early layoff. Yeah. So we, we had a, a client that basically um, was given uh, a time at which they were going to be laid off and they had a, I believe a short severance package. So he took some time to kind of figure out what he, what it is he wanted to do. And he made the point that being in the, at the age he was uh, in the, in the uh, career path that he was in, he really didn't see any possibility of getting rehired. He basically said all the younger guys are getting hired for uh, way less money than he was making. So he just, he kind of kicked the notion of continuing his current career pathway out uh, completely. And he said, well, you know, I've always loved the idea. I've, I've been very good in the, in the nautical world, uh, boating, fishing, everything like that. So I've always loved the idea of just kind of working in a, um, a pretty much like a, a tackle store, a bait and tackle store at, at, a, at an ocean or whatever. And so he kind of went down that pathway. He said, you know, I, I, I understand that I'm going to take a huge, a massive pay cut from what I was currently earning, but I'm going to do something that's fun 
I'm going to do something that I enjoy doing and I can see myself doing it for quite a few years and it'll keep me busy. It'll keep me active, keep my mind working. And so I'm going to go down that path. And maybe if I, you know, land something that's 12 to $15 an hour, even though it's going to hurt for a little bit, I'll be doing something I enjoy. So he went down that pathway and he actually ended up uh, getting a, a gig with somewhat of a, uh, more of like a call center to where he's actually uh, taking uh, calls for people that own equipment and he's just really helping out and troubleshooting that equipment. And so he loves doing that. He's a very analytical type of person. So it works really well for him. So a long story just to tell you, you know, sometimes that when you have that life event where uh, you get that retirement shock, that early layoff package or whatever it is, uh, you can either treat it as, well, what am I going to do next? Or you can treat it as this is quite the opportunity for me. And so he went in that route to where I've, I've kind of, I've paid the bills. I've done the things that I have to do for 30, 40, 50 years. Now let me do something for myself. Yeah. Okay. So now let's talk a little bit about this idea of the severance and the options that are on the severance, because we see this quite a bit where that a company will say, Hey, we've got a one-year severance and they don't typically pay you out you know, like a normal paycheck every week or two weeks or whatever it might be. They say, Hey, here's your, the lump sum of what it is that you've got. And it's, if it's a year or however much it is, it's, if it's a year, they'll say, Hey, we'll give you this lump sum. And some companies very nicely will offer to say, you can take this as a lump sum right now, or you can take a part of it this year and then a part of it next year. Now, if, if you got that package and here we sit now late in the year and you got that package right now, you might take just a little bit of it this year and take the bulk of it next year. Well, why would you do that? Why would you want to spread that over a, a couple of years? Well, number one is because of taxes. So if I've already made a good chunk of my income for this year, I wouldn't want to throw all another year on this year. I, I would rather take a little bit of it this year and then throw the rest of it into next year to spread the tax burden. Because if I take all of it right now, I'm going to have a much bigger tax bill because my income is going to look really big this year. It's going to be really big this year. And so it's much better to separate that and split it over a couple of years. Now, we obviously, like I told you, we actually use software to be able to do an analysis uh, analysis of this. So we're able to throw it into the software. We're able to put it back and in, in, in forth and run those scenarios. Um, so just keep that in mind. If you get a severance package, you're going to want to look at what's the best place to take it. This year, maybe over a couple of years, if they will allow it, that's going to be a huge option. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. So Merce, can you kind of walk us through a little bit more of where this particular person, this 60-year-old executive uh, client of ours, when they came in, kind of maybe a little bit of the makeup of what they got? 
Yeah. So basically, um, she's done a good job of saving. So she's worked basically all of her life. She's always contributed to that 401k. So when she came to us, basically her 401k had amassed to about 1.5 million. Um, so that's a bit quite a, quite a large number, and it's it's helped in the sense of it made made her it eased her mind knowing that she's done a lot of the work, and now we, we really just have to kind of go through the options. So she's got some money there. Also, outside of the 401k, she's got some company stock and some other investments that total to around 450 thousand. So yeah, those two together, she's got about two million. Uh, in, in working capital for uh, um, cash and everything investments. Now, the other big piece of this is her spending. So how much is she going to have to live off of with at this point? You know, once that severance runs out, there's no money coming in the door. So we have to live off of those assets if we don't have another plan. So her spending is a huge deal. And we really want to dive into that. But her total number is about $8,000 a month. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, but she's spending right now $8,000 a month. And I just want to say one thing on that just mm -hmm. before we go off of that. So one of the things that Merce and I ask a question, when we ask about that spending, sometimes people think, oh, I make $150,000, $200,000 a year. And so they look at that as that's the income that they base everything off of. When we ask what a person is spending, it's net. The easiest way to think about that is what do I bring home every month? And how much of that do I spend? So that kind of gets rid of the tax question that gets rid of what I'm putting in my 401k. So in this situation with this particular client, what she did is she said, here's all the money I spend on a monthly basis. So she knew what she had coming in. She knew what she was spending and what she was saving. So she was actually spending, and that could have been a variety of different things, travel, you know, houses, all those kind of things, spending 8,000. That's a net dollar. So it's just an important number for you to think through if you're ever having this conversation. Sorry, go ahead, Merce. Yeah, and on top of that, made me think of another point. When we, when we talk about spending, we don't need to know where every single dollar is going. We kind of break it down into a couple of different things you know, your essential income needs and what that bulk number is, and then your wants, what that bulk number is, but a really important one. And, um, is, you know, if there's a, if there's a fixed expense, that's going away at a certain point of time, we need to know that. So in this situation, she doesn't have a mortgage, but if you're carrying a mortgage and it's going to end in the next three, four or five years, uh, we want to make sure we know about that. So for two reasons, we inflate our expenses, but there's no reason to inflate a mortgage. It's a fixed expense. So we won't inflate which is a, usually a significant piece of your expenses. Um, so I just wanted to point that out as well. So when you're thinking about that, you know, always try to break it down into a, uh, some categories that'll help us out tremendously. Um, so now, now we kind of want to talk about her, her options when it comes to consulting and really, you know, what she thinks she could possibly do as far as generating income and for how long she can do it. So when we're talking to her, she basically said, I, I think there's a good option for consulting out there. I've got some good contacts. And in my field, it seems to work out for other people that I've been laid off over the years. So I'm going to give it a shot. And she said she thinks that she could probably generate somewhere in the realm of $100,000 a year. And she can do that for a few years. So that's something that we're also going to put into uh, the, the scenario. Now, very likely, we're not going to run it at $100,000 a year. We may dumb that down a little bit. When I say dumb it down, just reduce it to be conservative. We like to be conservative. We're not going to shoot for the stars. And, you know, if you don't get that, then that, that can be troublesome. So we will probably cut that down by 75 to 50%. All right. And then uh, we got a whole nother topic that we have to walk through. And this is a big one. 
and all these what ifs. Uh, remember, she's 60. And so the question is, and she knows I could start taking Social Security in a couple of years at 62. But that's a big question that people have is, well, what's the best thing to do? Should I just live on my own money, maybe until I make it to full retirement, which for her is going to be, you know, something along the lines of 66 and a half. But, but for, for this scenario, we're trying to figure out what if, what if she doesn't get job? What if she does work very part-time? And the beauty of what we are able to do with software and what a person can do is, is look at that and say, what's the true value of taking it early or waiting? I will tell you, if you look at the numbers from one perspective and you just say, which way am I going to get the most money from Social Security if I live to age, say, 92, 93, it's going to always say, wait to 70. But that's not the correct question, we don't believe. We, we think, when I look at age 90, 95, which way do I have the most of my money left? Or do I have the same money left? What is my risk in this scenario? And I will think, I think that you will be very surprised at the answer. Um, I think that there are situations uh, that call for taking the Social Security early. There's situations that say uh, you should wait but it's not always the same. It is not gonna be that. We have to look at it uh, individually. Now, another big concern that she had was health insurance because now she's retired at 60 in all essence. If she consults or works part-time or whatever, she's gotta cover her health insurance until she's 65 and can get on Medicare at a much higher rate. Um, and what she's finding is, is that health insurance is probably gonna cost her over $1,000 a month. Um, and so she knows that's a big expense. I do want to come back, though, to one thing that we would look at and on the on the spending of eight thousand. She was, you know, in this scenario, supporting uh, the expenses of a second home. She has another home. And so it's got some HOA. It's got electric. It's got all those kind of things. So what we know is if we have to and she can't get the consulting and she can't get those other top uh, those other uh, um, sources of income. If we had to, she knows that she could sell that. That's going to pick her up a little bit more equity. It's going to reduce her expenses and get her expenses down. So we can run all of those scenarios within this plan. Now, here's the, I think, the big takeaway. Obviously, uh, when she calls us and talks to us or anybody comes to a financial advisor or to their retirement planner, and they say, oh, my goodness, I just found out I got a package. There's a lot going on in your mind. I just got this package. Can I do it? Am I going to be in trouble? And I think, Merce, what do you see when we walk somebody through this? What do you see as far as their disposition change? Oh, I think it changes tremendously. You know, you get that, that notice that you're going to be laid off and you, you, don't, you don't immediately go to I'm going to be okay. Cause the first thing you're thinking is, well, I've been doing this for so long. How could they possibly do this to me? So they come in to visit with us and we, we show them the numbers and we show them the possibilities. And, you know, if they've done a good, good enough job leading up to this situation, well, it, it when we, when we're able to show them the retirement scenario of them not working or an alternative option, it really starts to ease their mind. Um, I, I will tell you a little personal story. A friend of mine, when I was in college, um, my, my roommate, his dad, so at the time his dad was probably in his mid to late fifties and he had been laid off from, um, he was basically in an engineering job, one job all of his life. And he got laid off in his mid to late fifties. And so he 
fell apart uh, for a period of time and he was trying to find another job, couldn't find another job. And somehow he reached out to a couple contacts and landed his first consulting gig. And then from there, he landed another one. Now, at the time I was in college and I didn't really have uh, the know-how that I do now. And so I talked to him a couple years ago and, and obviously I could tell that things had been going well for him. And he said, you know what, getting laid off from that job where I was just, I was just punching the bill and putting my head down and doing the work was the best thing that ever happened to me because it made me realize that there's other things out there. Um, the job that I had was a safe option, but now I was in a, I was in trouble for a little bit, but I figured it out and I've landed multiple consulting gigs that I know is going to get me to 65, 66. And it's the best thing that's ever happened to me because now I make my own schedule. I do things how I want to do them and I'm doing it, doing it very well. So that was a very positive situation from a very negative scenario. Um, so just a quick little tidbit there, but ultimately, yeah, when they come into the office, you know, once we walk through everything and it's always nice if you're sitting there by yourself at home and you get told that you're getting laid off and you don't have anyone to bounce ideas off of, of course, you're going to go down multiple wormholes. But if you have someone to talk to like a financial advisor, um, that can help you walk through things objectively, then it can be quite, uh, quite the relief, I would say. All right. Well, we know we had to go through this information probably quick, uh, quicker than what we would do it, obviously, if we were having a conversation with an individual. But we just want to give you some perspective. Uh, it is possible to be retired early without being asked to retire. I mean, without you asking to retire and everything working out just fine. Um, and it will certainly give you peace of mind if you are able to uh, look at the numbers. So we hope this has been helpful. Uh, if it has been, we are, are certainly happy. We would like you, if you could, to uh, to make sure you subscribe to the show so you get future episodes, as well as if you would like, please leave us a, uh, a five-star rating and a nice review. We certainly appreciate those. It helps us with the show, making sure that we're doing the right thing and giving good content. But we hope this has been helpful. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you very much. Have a good day. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.